Oh, crap. Hey, guys, what's going on? <laughs> oh, crap. Wow, I don't have nothing available here. Hold on one second. I am totally behind the times. I didn't even realize it was 10 a.m. <laughs> Until I looked at the thing and I was like, oh, snap. Get live, chick. How is everybody? <laughs> Give me one second while I pop up my chat. Yes, Eddie is, I meant to take that off the screen. <laughs> Hold on a second, guys. Holy crap. That stuck up on me fast. Hey, Margaret. How are you? Hey, Andy, Misty Cat, Nicole, Heather, Sophie. What else we got here? Easily distracted. Did I say Andy? <laughs> wow. Goodness gracious. Oh, I might not have that up. Oh, that's going to be loud. All right, let me get my D Live chat pop up. Hey, oh, I already know I'm going live. Thanks for the notification. <laughs> Freaky geek, how you doing? All right, there we go. We got that. We got that. Lord, it did. It snuck right up there on me. Oh, I did mean to like that. Eddie's not here yet, but he will be. He will be. Thank you for the follow or the sub, Ellie. How are you? Welcome. It's a lot of noise going on. Scared the crack out. Crack. Scared the crack out of me. Crap out of me. Thank you, Heather, for the lemons. They're working now, I think. Good. Tidy Labs, no, I totally didn't even think about it, looking into that. Thank you so much. Yeah, the WTF, the Lurker, and the Moon, that's not all working for some reason. Or gotta give the boy points. Lord. What a way to start the day. I did. I was messing with the credits to make sure that they were working right. And then I happened to look. Uh, I happened to look down at the time and I'm like, oh, it's 10. Oh. You need, we need, you guys need more cookies? Cookies for Fluky or cookies for everybody? Thank you, Nicole, for the ice cream. <laughs> oh, Lord. I always need some aid. <laughs> a 
Yes, D-Live, because I'm live in D-Live as well. All for Fluky mainly. Fluky! Mama not give you cookies? Well, Heather says both, though. (laughs) Thank you for the follow, Raven. How are you and welcome? Or the sub, I should say. Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. Lemon drizzle cake and banana bread. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, banana bread. That's my fave. I'm telling you. I think it's better to get the dog going than to activate any Google toy. <laughs> Very cool, Sophie. When I get through the... Is Claire around? Because I want um, to share her pictures as well. Um, But yeah, when I share the link, Sophie, you're more than welcome to come up and share your stories, definitely. Um, But uh, I want to... I want Claire to explain her pictures that she sent me. So what I, you know, get them right. I don't want to. You know what I mean, guys. And I'm not awake yet. Holy crap. I am awake. But I'm just not with it. All right. I'm not sure exactly when. Eddie, yes. Hey, Boomer, how you doing? Will the links be chocolate flavored? Maybe, Freaky Geek. Why? Will you come up if I chocolate flavor the... Oh, okay. That's fine, too, Sophie. Yeah, no problem. Whatever makes you feel comfortable. That's right, Nicole. I do remember her saying something about that. It's tempting, but no thanks. (laughs) I thought maybe, I thought maybe we'd give Freaky Geek up here, you know. How you doing, Boomer? How you been, hon? Good to see ya. I hope everybody is well and had a good weekend. Doesn't seem like a Monday to me. Although it's hotter than hell here in Alaska today, but the wind is strong. Okay, Sophie, thank you for letting us know. I know. Eddie will be coming shortly. He's at work still. All right, Streamlabs is working. All right. What the hell's going on with today? Everything's working. Except the lurker buttons and that. Thunder and hail there. Oh, be careful. Be careful, yeah. 
It's it, the windy. It's windy. It's gusting here. I can hear it. So hopefully we don't lose power. Yeah, Eddie found a new field. It's filled with beer, so seven leaf special plants. <laughs> Only you, Andy. I swear. I swear. I didn't even. Oh, I thought he messaged me. Um. I didn't even bring in a Pepsi. Holy crap. Rain there, Nicole. Much rain and thunder, but I like it. Although, get vertigo because of it. Right. Human and hot there. Easily distracted. Yeah. Sophia's getting hail too. Now sunny. Wow. Freaky says sun is shining here, but we got cool breeze blowing. Freaky Geek, are you are you up near those storms? Ah, uh, storms coming this week to cool it down again. I don't know what the temp is here. Get out there. 62, 64. Just updated. 64 here today. Oh, no. Who licked the frog? The poisonous frog sends half the crew to Davy Jones' locker. Who licked the frog? You know you're not supposed to do that, right? (laughs) Oh, Freaky Geek made everybody else lick the frog so we could get all the cash. See how he is? Oh, what's cool? Heather said 68 degrees and sunny. Nice. Oh, 91. Holy hell. Yeah, that's a little too hot. It's a little too hot. I can be thankful. I seem to miss the village. We will get rains and high winds. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, that's what I was thinking, Andy. That's, see? Yeah, Freaky Geek. Hey, Shandy Warhol, Miss Matt, how are you? Welcome, welcome. How you doing? That's what I'm saying. Freaky Geek made everybody lick the frog, so they all died, but Freaky Geek. See how you are, Freaky Geek? <laughs> you're very welcome. My pleasure. Good to hear that you're doing okay. Everyone ate your Harry Potter chocolate frogs. Yes, your fake chocolate frogs. That's what it was. <laughs> and then you sent everybody to the, don't eat them though, freaky, because you sent everybody else to Davy Jones's locker there. <laughs> Nicholson's over the frog. That's funny. So, all right, guys. So, on today's show, what we're talking about is we're asking why is one person's experience more or more meaningful than the, another? And that has a lot to do with what I, what I went through last night. 
Um, then we're talking fight or flight and the paranormal. And then we're asking what is collective consciousness and what does it mean for the way we view the concepts of ghosts and EVP communication with living people. And then we're going to look at wisteria. I want to wait though. So maybe next week when it comes to paranormal talk, because she sent me some pictures and wanted to know what you guys, what we thought of the pictures when she thought, when she said they were, um, in code, I thought they were like in HTML code, but they're not. But it's cool the way they came out. But I want her to be able to be here too to explain where she took the pictures, how she took the pictures, all that good stuff. Because it's weird. It's very weird. Um, let me go ahead and get this up and running. Because apparently I didn't. The pictures are picky. <laughs> they're not picky, but they're just, I, there needs some explanation there to go with it, if that makes sense. Well, that ain't it. I don't know where. I got this article from. Uh, sorry, guys. Sorry. Just getting trying to. Okay. So apparently we're not going to. Oh, never mind. Never mind. All right. You don't do spiders. I know you be, you need to get a tarantula, Andy. That's what it is. Ha <laughs> Andy says, we'll be waiting for you to turn off the bedside light tonight, Freaky. Then we're all coming to haunt you. Freaky says, Andy, you bring in the spiders? Andy's like, oh, hell no, I don't do spiders. <laughs> okay, Nicole, thank you for never minding. <laughs> all right, so we're going to talk about Sheldrake's Hidden Puzzle, okay. In 1983, physical researcher Rupert Sheldrake attempted to test the idea of shared knowledge through pictures. What is collective consciousness and what does it mean for the way we view the concept of ghosts? That's where I got the title from. Um, collective consciousness is something that we... Um, that within spiritual circles is quite popular. The concept was theorized by philosopher David Emil Durkheim and was written about is uh, written. Wow. Really? It's Monday written about it in his dissertation division of labor in society in 1893. 
It refers to a set of shared beliefs, ideas, and knowledge that we are a unifying source within society. <laughs> the total, totally of beliefs and sentiments common to average members of societies forms and determined determinate system with a life of its own. It can be termed the collective or common consciousness. I know, Andy, Missyism's to the front line. Exactly. So, but things get a little bit more spiritual when you start to look at what Carl Jung uh, calls the collective unconscious. Many people tend to believe that we are connected on some sort of telepathic and conscious level. A lot of the knowledge we have as humans seems to often to just be known and not learned by observation. It was Carl Jung who came up with the concept of the collective unconsciousness. It is believed that we are all born with knowledge and imagery that comes from our ancestors. The collective unconscious consists of the sum of the instances and their correlates, the archetypes. Just as everyone possesses instincts, so he also possesses a stack of archetypal images. Hey, Maria, how you doing, hon? Welcome, welcome. Right, Freaky Geek, the hive mind. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, definitely. No, you did not, Freaky Geek. <laughs> Maria comes in the room and all of a sudden you hear contraceptives. <laughs> An example of shared knowledge or collective consciousness was observed in the 1950s in what was called the 100th monkey phenomenon. Have you guys heard of this? I watched a documentary that had this, that used this uh, phenomenon in it, and it's pretty, pretty wild. It's it's weird how it works, and it makes you think, definitely. So, if you haven't, we'll talk about it. <laughs> in the early 1950s, the primatologist would provide the monkeys on Koshima Island in Japan with food such as sweet potatoes and wheat. The food would be left out in open areas for them to enjoy while they were up, where they could also be observed. After some time, one of the subjects, who was 18-year-old female by the name of Emo, discovered that the sand and the grit could be removed from sweet potatoes by washing them in the water. Okay? Her family and friends soon learned this trick and copied this behavior. Soon, many monkeys were observed washing the potatoes before eating them. Right, Sophie, yeah, kind of like Chinese whispers without thought. <laughs> what was interesting about this behavior was it seemed that the younger monkeys taught the older monkeys how to do this. Of course, normally the older monkeys would show the children and this went on for several years. It then claimed that a remarkable event occurred on Komi Koshima Island in the fall of 1958. While the monkeys on the island had learned the behavior from observing another, once the 100th monkey learned the skill, monkeys on other islands who had not witnessed this skill started washing their potatoes in the same way. It was as if they suddenly knew or learned a skill on some sort of unconscious level. And it's really 
really weird. So monkeys everywhere else started learning this skill. Yeah, exactly, Andy. Psychic connection. Right, Andy. Yep, get half a dozen like-minded people having a psychedelic experience, and they seem to learn similar stuff. Hey, Shelly, how you doing, hon? Welcome, welcome. But interesting, right? So that's where the whole collective consciousness comes in. And when I had my near-death experience, that's the emotion I felt like everything was connected. I don't know how else to explain it. Like, I didn't love, like I said before, I didn't love my kids any less or more than anything else or anybody else, if that makes sense. Is it like twins having, I think twins having the same thought or is that different? I think with twins, at least in my point of view, the twins are more collectively, um, they can tell quicker than like if me and you had a thought of the same thing. Does that make sense? If like they're connected more. Or faster. They can get the information faster. So, Sheldrake's Hidden Puzzle. Author and renowned psychological researcher Rupert Sheldrake is famously known for his writings on the concept of morphic resonance. The idea of mysterious telepath-type interconnections between organisms and of collective memories within the species. I briefly touched on this concept in the article, Our Animal Psychic, is um, offered as possible explanation as to why a dog seems to know when its owner is coming home, for example. In order to try to understand, is there some sort of collective consciousness or source knowledge that we have access to? Sheldrake conducted an experiment, initially over television, by projecting two images, unseen by the world at that point in time, which had hidden imagery embedded, much like an optical illusion. And I'll show you the pictures he shared. These two pictures. This was picture one, and this was picture two. Okay. Now, look at the, it's look at the care pictures carefully and note down what you see. So let's try this here, right? I didn't say stop sharing the screens, people. Okay. Let's see if I can pull them in quicker.
Well, this sucks. I can't, like, move it over. Let's see. We'll do this. This is picture one. Don't say it in chat. See, it's going to be hard because I already know what I see in it because I know what it is. Because I've already read this article. (laughs) But I'll put it up there. There's picture one. So if any of you get it, I wonder if you get it consciously from me or unconsciously, whatever. So there's picture one. Oh, my God. And there's picture two. Do you guys see anything in it? Fire's picture two, and then we'll do picture one. All right. So, a volcano and faces, faces a bear, a tree. I see more in picture two than picture one. Okay. So first there was a sense of three television equi- uh, television experiments that used hidden images and picture puzzles. The experiment has three steps. You start by showing two of these puzzle pictures in a group of test subjects to establish a baseline for how easily the hidden picture to- can be recognized. Next on TV so that you can reach a large number of people, he- you teach the TV viewers how to see one of the images, but do not show the other. Finally, you find a new group of test subjects who did not see or hear about the TV show and, again, test their ability to recognize the images. The experiment, experimental question is a lot of people learn to spot the images in the puzzle pictures. Then does that make it easier for other people to spot it as well? Well, with this experiment, the first of these TV experiments was done in Britain in 1983 with 2 million viewers. Several thousand people were then tested in a different part of the world, and the results were very positive and significant. The percentage recognizing the image shown on television increased after the broadcast, whereas the percentage recognizing the control picture, the one that wasn't shown on TV, didn't change. So they knew what the first picture was, but didn't. Blinking, you saw fire, no fire. Freaky, the the first one I looked at, then blinked, I seen a panda bear. The second one, a face. Interesting. Easily distracted, said picture one, peacock, picture two, mountain and face. Interesting. Just. Uh, Freaky Geek says, distracted, I seen a bonfire in the first, 
the first time with the second picture. Sophie said, in the second, I saw a mountain and a face. All right, hurry back, Andy. So when this was done in a larger, larger scale on BBC television in 1984 with 8 million viewers, it was one of the popular science programs called Tomorrow's World. Now in the one, thank you, Mystique, for the bemoans. I hope you're doing well, hon. the diamond. Thank you, Nicole, for the ice cream. You're awesome. Yeah, that's, I, I knew it was you. That's why I said, I hope you're doing well. Just in case anybody forgot, Mystique is um, Wisteria. Tomorrow's World, so you guys know about it. I've never seen it. So pretty cool show, huh? So now in one, the image was to be shown, was selected at random, live in the moment of broadcast. Post-broadcast tests that were carried out in North America, in Western Europe, and in the Southern Hemisphere, particularly South Africa. The results are puzzling. The percentage of people recognizing the hidden image in the picture was shown on television increased very significantly in Western Europe but not in North America. In neither case, there was a change in the control picture. So there seems to have been an effect, but the effect was confined to Western Europe. Now, at first, this looks as it might be a distance effect, but I, but I don't expect distance effects. Then in looking at the data from South Africa, there was also an effect there, although not as significant, because the sample size was rather small. One possibility is that it has to do with people being in similar time zones, being more in a phase. South Africa and Western Europe are the only are only one hour difference from Britain, whereas America is five to eight hours difference. So they think that maybe being in the same time zone, you're in that same state of mind. Welcome back, Sophie. Oh, that's weird, Wisteria. I don't, that's weird. Marie says, Andy, oh, no, never mind. <laughs> You're talking to Andy. I don't want to, you know. But yeah, so that's interesting. So the third. St- experiment was done in West Germany or North German television in early 1985. There again, the control picture was shown no change at all. The only change was for the puzzle picture shown on TV. But this time after the picture had been seen or been shown on German television, it seemed to become harder for people to spot in England, not in America. In America, there was no Again, no effect. Us Americans just suck when it comes to puzzles, apparently. Um, No. (laughs) But in other parts of Europe, particularly in England, there was a significant effect 
but a negative one. Another thing that happened in German experiments that people, even in North America, started giving the right answers to the pictures shown in the previous BBC experiment. So that's weird. So there was a number of anomalous features, rather, rather puzzling and bizarre. So, something happened, but it wasn't what they expected. It wasn't like the monkeys knowing how to clean. Well, initially, when people first saw the image, they found it was hard to see what was there, like in many optical illusions, right? Sometimes you need someone to point it out to you. Once they do, you wonder why it takes so long. As more and more people saw the image, people started to identify it much faster, even though they hadn't seen it before. Was this because they were tapping in some sort of collective knowledge? So I'll let you guys off the hook. This is what the pictures were. As soon as, oh, there it is. The first one was two people dancing. And the second one was a cowboy riding a horse. Just black and white. I know these ones because um, just because my, my aunt had a Backwards puzzle like that. <laughs> so I look at things backwards like that, I guess. Wild, right? <laughs> so while the research is often criticized, it's an interesting concept and one that you have to wonder about in particular. I think that it's the connection to what we think about with ghosts. That's okay, Wisteria. We all know Taipanese. <laughs> Collective consciousness and the paranormal. So we know that parapsychologists have spent a lot of time and work studying the human mind and what we could, in fact, be capable of. In 1972, of course, there was the experiment dubbed the Philip Experiment, which we've talked about before, where a group used their collective thoughts to see if they can conjure a ghost. And guess who's home? <laughs> okay, honey. When you come in, will you bring me a Pepsi, please? Yeah. Uh, save a horse, ride a cowboy. That's right. Eddie was conjured up. That's what it was. See, we all thought about Eddie and he, at the same time, apparently, and we conjured him. <laughs> Nicole. Yes, honey, bring the Pepsi. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there's definitely, I feel, you know, and if you watch 
kindred spirits at all. I don't know what you got. Hey, G Smoke, how you doing, hon? Welcome, welcome. Um, you will find if you watch their episode, Zombie Boy, how that works. And I've thought about that for years. I've talked about it on here many times about how the energies at at hauntings and stuff like that they they get. It goes with our beliefs. It goes with our beliefs. That's, you know, what I believe anyway. That's just my point of view. But if you watch their zombie boy, they gave the, the ghost a whole backstory. And they were getting EVPs that correlated with what the story that they told. Right, Melanie? And I even thanked Adam and, and uh, Amy for... Um, doing an episode like that because a lot in the paranormal they they don't understand what, how much you can influence a haunting. Not that I'm a parapsychologist. I want to be. I would love to be. But I mean that's just from many years of studying and researching and doing this that hey Ghost Rider how are you hon? Welcome. Um, you know, that I, I believe that I believe our conscious and unconscious is what affects hauntings. But yeah, that's a very good, that show right there was a very good explanation of how I feel. Oh, gee, Smoke, you ain't got to do that. But I do have, I think if you go to my channel, I'd have to look, and go to um, my About section, I believe that there's my P.O. Box there, I think. Or it could be on my, you know, Intro video there where it says, hey, everybody, welcome to Shadow. When I, that, it's like three years old. Um, <laughs> it might be in there. Or I could just tell you here. <laughs> it's P.O. Box 1112. Here, I'll write it down. we go no freaky geek three years you know this <laughs> considering you patrick diary all that <laughs> we're there i think for my first around uh, my first mr trouble is actually in the bathroom he just got home today just got home you're welcome. Thank you, G-Smoke. Definitely. But, yeah, I mean, like I said, that if you watch 
look for Kindred Spirits and watch Zombie Boy, like some of you guys have watched. And it's very, it's interesting. It's something that I believed in for, yes, since I was three years old. No. Another, yes, Melanie, another, well, no, not really. Because the truck was a little late, so we didn't go in at midnight. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's very interesting. And I, I, I've always said that I believe that the con- collective consciousness or the consciousness, it kind of goes back what I was talking about with Chad Kalick when he did, um, I think it's Red Sky. I can't remember what it's called. But um, where he went in as a paranormal investigator, had stuff happen paranormal-wise. And then um, one of his, Mary Beth, he sent in, she was wicked tired, didn't think nothing about paranormal. All she was, you know, when you're tired, all you're thinking about is wanting to go to bed. You know, stayed up for 24 hours and went and investigated the place um, or a room and nothing went on. No paranormal stuff went on. Whereas, you know, and there was two other ones that he did, plus Carrie and O'Keefe um, was part of it too. Hey, take me out. How are you? Welcome, welcome, hon. So it definitely, definitely affects how we look at things, how we feel going into a place. Definitely, I mean, I feel that it affects it. So when I saw that episode, I was like, I was like screaming at the TV. I was like, yes, thank you. Somebody recognizes that. (laughs) Yes, Melanie, it was. It was explained and layered out well. You are exactly right. It was. Yeah, the episode was really enlightening. I wouldn't have fully believed it. If I hadn't seen it and it's hard to describe when I'm telling people, you know, or not telling people, but explaining to people what I'm talking about, about collective energy or collective consciousness and how I feel about that in the paranormal world. It was like I did. I I yelled at the computer. I'm like, finally, I'm like, Eddie, Eddie, this is, you know, what we talked about, you know, (laughs) I was excited, very much excited to see that on a mainstream program. Do you know what I mean? So if you get a chance, definitely, you know. Okay, so like I was saying, we know that parapsychologists have spent a lot of time and work studying the human mind and what we could in fact, or what we could be capable of. In 1972, there was an experiment dubbed the Philip experiment where they used their collective thought to see if they can conjure ghosts. They claim the experiment was a success, which in Zombie Boy it was as well. To me, it was at least by thinking and talking about a fictional character. They seemingly created a ghost out of thin air. If we do indeed inherit our knowledge on some collective unconscious level, we can unwillingly project or tap into this when we are seeking answers out in the paranormal world. A lot of people, for example, think that when we're using items such as a pendulum to answer a question, while many put their answers down to unconscious movements in the hand making a move, what if it's our unconscious actually making it move that way for a reason? 
And that's what I've talked about before as well. That's what I mean is when I say my higher self. It's me in a higher realm. Thank you, baby. You know, knowing the answers. I don't know them because I'm in my human body and my brain isn't big enough to expand that knowledge or know that knowledge. But my higher self knows all because it's in a higher dimension. That way, that's where I get. Hi, Lee. How are you? Um. Oh, is that somebody's real name? <laughs> but um, I know that's where I get my knowledge from when I'm working my t- pendulum or when I'm doing my tarot readings. I know. Are you ready, baby? Yeah, I think so. Okay. There he is. Well, maybe not. Okay, there we go. (laughs) Um, But that's where I know I get my knowledge from. So does that make sense? Oh, okay. Nice to meet you, Lee. All right. I was wondering how you knew my name, but apparently if you're Claire's husband, then (laughs) wouldn't Did you uh, explain the higher realm? Um, Ghost Rider asked. Uh, oh. Hold on. Okay. Uh, where the hell was it here? Ghost Rider says, uh, higher realm, please explain. Higher realm, I believe, this, and this is just my belief. Hi, everybody. <laughs> this is just my belief, but I believe that there are, we live, there's multi-dimensions, and the more we vibrate up. I'm sure you've heard people talking about vibrating and frequencies and shut up, Andy. And, uh, (laughs) um, (laughs) but what it is, is basically our brains can only hold so much. We can't, we can't be, um, I hate the word awakening, but when we're awakening, we're moving up in frequencies. So we're more aware of things around us are going on. Okay our higher ups or other realm is basically on a different level of knowledge because they don't have the physical body to hold them in. So their brains are more, well, they don't have brains, but it's just, it's all knowing basically. Right. Does that make sense? Hopefully. Yeah. Higher realms, lower realms, parallel realms, that sort of thing. So I get, when I get my information, when I'm doing my pendulum or my tarot readings or my runes, whatever I'm doing, mystical. Thank you for the follow. I can't see who it is. History Explorer. Abandoned Uh, History Explorer. Abandoned History Explorer. Welcome. And thank you so much for the sub. Appreciate that. Um, I believe it's my higher self in a different form because our, our the parallel universes were all in all of them. He says multiple dimensions. He gets it. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. And Mysteria, I would watch what you're saying like that. She says, I tend to believe in what you believe, Missy. <laughs> that could be a whole lot of problems. You are not shy, Andy. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Yeah, you know, even Nicole laughed. And mind you, like, I always known since I was, you know, I started on my path since I was 16. 
I'm still learning. Everybody learns in the day, and I'll probably still be learning 20, 30 years from now. They say you'll learn until the day you die. Right, exactly. You know, that's why I said 20 or 30 years. <laughs> well, that's why I shortened it up. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, um, you get to that, you know, you just get to that fact where you understand more and more as you, you know. Oh, and I heard you say about the truck being late. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was two, it really? Come in at two, right? Yeah. Show up at 20 minutes at two. I no sooner hit the door and bing! Drop 4.30 in the morning. Oh, jeez. Right, exactly. Every day is a school day. They, yeah, they, they say the day you stop learning is the day you'll die. Hey, what's up, Lee? But, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's... Like I said, I knew there was something more, but I didn't know. And a lot of it comes from me having my near-death experience. That 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 really changed my life. That and the astral travel. The out-of-body experience, no, because that was just a two-second thing where it scared the shit out of me and it hurt. <laughs> but, um, and my astral travel, that was the two that really changed my life. And those two both happened about... See, Danielle's going to be 15 this year, so 13 years ago, in the same year. Um, real quick. Yeah. I did get a message on Messenger with a picture today. Ruth got her bracelet, and she loves it. Awesome, awesome. So, Ruth, if you're listening, I'm glad, glad you love it. Oh, that makes me happy. Definitely. Okay, so, um, so people, dousing routes are the same way. Um, to me, it's like spirit. I use dousing rods a different way. When it comes to dousing rods, I don't use it like spirit. Are you here? And cross them. I'm going like spirit never goes near my dousing rods. That's my guides, my higher self. My guides are the only one that will answer for my rods. And I use them completely opposite. You, Yeah, you use them completely opposite. And, and, and the funny thing is, hey, Mary. Hey, Mary. Um, I don't think there's ever been a time that I've used my dousing rods that I've never had activity. Yeah, you get really, yeah. I hope you're feeling better, Mary. I'm sorry you were under the weather. That sucks. Quick a lot, Sophie. A lot. Yeah. It varies on different things. It's it depends who on I try to find the cheapest shipping that I can. And then we <laughs> and then she tries to manipulate it a little bit more. And, yeah. But don't be surprised if we can't get it shipped directly to you. It might have to get shipped to us. Yeah. And then we'll turn around and send it out. Because apparently that's the only reason Ruth took so long is because apparently my my um, shipper that you were using yeah don't know that doesn't realize that the UK exists, <laughs> but it it does for Nicole in Belgium. <laughs> Andy says I use a form of water for dousing players. 
Yeah, whether it be, you know, piss, uh, vomit. Uh. <laughs> Nicole said, never had those, but would love using them, too. Right now, I only use pine shoulders. Yeah, I, I like my dousing rods. I only got the little ones. And he's got the huge ones. The ones I got is a Christmas gift. I think it was Christmas, wasn't it? I don't. Your birthday's so close to Christmas. I don't my, know. my dowsing rods are about three foot long, and they have lighted rods. Yeah. He got the good ones for his birthday or Christmas. Don't let her fool you. She always gets the good shit because she'll buy something and go, oh, honey, by the way. <laughs> hey, Elizabeth. Hey, Elizabeth. Ruth lives in North. I, I almost read Norfolk. I'm like, what the hell? Did you wouldn't get. I'm thinking Virginia, Norfolk. Oh, is that what it is, Andy? <laughs> 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 there you go, Nicole. I don't want to know, but all right. okay. I can steal Andy's rods. I know. That's why I was like, I don't know how to yeah. take that. <laughs> Wisteria, yeah. that's cool. I love. See, I'm not. Like, with my family, I don't know. I mean, my mom was never, she knew what path I was on, but she never. Practiced. Or she didn't encourage, she didn't discourage. Yeah, exactly. She just let me do my own thing. You know what I mean? So I don't know if there's any history there or anything like that, but she she was real cool when it came to that. Well, I got more than one rod. I'll show you one right now. That is the length of my dowsing rods. And this, uh, you can't, yeah, you can see yeah. it light up. See how, so I, I can go in the complete dark. Yeah. And you'll still be able to see the activity happening. And it's also got a blinking setting. Yep. To where you can just set them down and can you go over to, you know, to that blinking light and, you know. So, yeah, that, that was one of the second coolest gift that Shadow's ever got me. The first one was my uh, cutlery kit. Oh, Tampa Bay. <laughs> and my dowsing rod is very important. Mine come with a carrying sheath. <laughs> and he says, anyone touches my fishing rods, however, without my explicit permission, I will wear their thumbs on as necklaces. <laughs> Yes, I love my fishing rods as well. Hey, Rev Wild Bill. Hey, Rev Wild Bill. How are you? Welcome, welcome. All right, so um, a lot of people, for example, think that when you're using items such as pendulum, the answer question, we already went over that. Um, maybe the answers are there deep in our unconscious waiting to be discovered. Again, what I look at as my higher self. While we may not, um, while we may not, while we may not a person's history consciously, I'm thinking that's supposed to say, while we may not know a person's history consciously, is there information or a story sitting there somewhere that we can tap into in some kind of psychic level? Are we projecting this activity ourselves when we feel we are communicating with spirit? Just by thinking about it or about them. Yeah. Yeah, I believe so as well. There's a lot to digest, and I think um, 
Oh, she's just ending it. So, I mean, again, a lot to think about. I honestly believe that there is somewhere you can tap on to. And you want to say, don't you just, don't you just love it when an article is written in Mongolian? Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it makes missyisms, you know. Better. Yeah, better. <laughs> so Ghost Rider says he's been in an astral plane. plane. Wow. Briefly. Are you having missyisms? No, I'm having an idiotism. <laughs> It's almost as good as an orgasm, but not quite. <laughs> that's pretty, that's interesting, Ghost Rider. I know, it's definitely an interesting experiment. Or oh. not experiment, experience. I'm sorry, Misty Cat. I hope you feel better soon. We'll send you love and light. Definitely. I'm so sorry, Misty Cat. Hey, Nubs. What's up, Nubs? Or, or chaos. chaos yeah. Everybody seems to be getting sick this time of year. Yeah. Well, that's cool. He, and Rev uses old school tools and new technology. I love it. I love it. That's absolutely. That's phenomenal. I. I. That's the way to be. Walking to the store, watching you all. Hey. Be careful, nubs. <laughs> You'll lose rather two fingers on that hand. Welcome back, Sophie. Welcome back, Sophie. Uh, I guess Rev is uh, one of Mysteria's best friends. Awesome. Awesome. Well, welcome, and I hope you enjoy it here. So, we're going to be next, we're talking about fight or flight in the paranormal. As long as there's no sea lions, I'm good. Mm. Time slowing down is often reported during paranormal experiences. Have you have you guys had that? What is it? Time slowing down while you're having or going, you know, investigating. Is it? I know what you mean. Almost like you walk into a void, right? Where there is no time. Yeah, yeah. You get to that, you know. Oh, Rev does get too. along great with me. Yes, Chaos <laughs> does too. I have a team of debunkers. That's right. <laughs> so how does fight or flight play a role in the way we react during a paranormal, paranormal investigate, investigation? Let's finish the sentence. Apparently, I'm not even going to do that today. How much would it freak you out, Miss, to become face-to-face with a spirit, sea lion? I would probably not run from that one. Yeah, my ass, you wouldn't. <laughs> How fat do you think I am, Andy? I do not get a wheelbarrow of snacks. <laughs> yes, Nugs, believe it or not, for Alaska, we're pushing almost 60 degrees right now. Yep. Oh, well, my, my phone's at 64. Uh, the computer's reading 58. Rev says he is an ordained minister. What the fuck was that? What happened? Why? My screen just went black and then came back on. Well, I mean, it literally just went black. Great. Yeah, my beer here. <laughs> that is know. weird. But it happened so quick. Right. Almost like blinking an eye. Right, yeah. So it says, time is one of those interesting concepts, especially when it comes to the paranormal. 
Does time work differently in other realms? Obviously, we've talked about that, right? If other realms don't have time, do they? If they're right. Well, I don't know. We haven't talked about that. Different realms. We've talked about the afterlife having no time. Hurry back. No, that's true. Kind of like a parallel. But universe. realms. That's a good. Well, yeah, they have to. They would have to because they're on timelines like us. They're on. So, but you're going. But you're thinking. I, I think you're it's a whole other discussion here. <laughs> I think you're getting mixed up with realms and parallel universe. On whether one has now That's parallel the, universe would have to have time. Time. It just wouldn't be the same time as ours. Right, right. Where realms is like possibly no time at all. Kind of like when I astral traveled, there was no time. Could but be. I wasn't dead. You know what I mean? Right. So in, in that moment in time, though, you were. What not? Well, not the near death experience, but I'm talking about astral traveling. Right. But your body, was you are not that, in your body. Right, yeah, okay, all right. So basically, yeah. your shell is dead. Does it, yeah, I mean? yeah, I see what you're saying. Well, that's, yeah, Andy, that's partially it. Because he says, do timelines truly exist? Or, damn it. He didn't say damn it. Uh, that was me. Um, I totally lost his. Oh, there it is. Do timelines exist or are they a figment of the human needed to label everything? I don't think it's the human to label everything. I just think we just need time to function. Avon calling. Eddie's ding-donging. I know. Eddie is ding-donging over there. <laughs> All right. Hold on. i got to turn off my notifications. Just so I can forget to turn them back on and be late for work. All right, got it. Don't you worry about my ding dong. You got Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to. Right. So, time is one of those interesting concepts, especially when it comes to the para, paranormal. Does time work differently in other realms? If there is an afterlife, does the, does time still is time still there? Is time relative? I don't think so. Time doesn't time is man made. Yeah, it's a man made concept. But the question is: Are paranormal experiences really just a form of time slip, where we're interacting with our past or future selves, but the physical world can't keep up? There is so much debate over this. One of the concepts when it comes to this comes to time is that many people feel what time behaves differently when they have a paranormal experience. It is often attributed to the UFO counters, but many will tell you that when they feel they are interacting with spirit, that again, time behaves differently. They believe it's slower. One experience that this person had, I had several years ago, was that I almost felt like I was slipping in and out of time from the present to the past. I wonder if that's why when I go to do go to have my OBEs that I feel like it's an elevator going up or down. I wonder if it's that. I don't know. I mean, it could be. No one help me. I'm crazy. Um, while Bill says time's relevant, um, he says some stone tape theory happens on the timeline. 
Right. That's true. That is true. So they said, I felt like I was seeing my surroundings as they would have been a hundred years prior. Kind of like the, the stories that we talked about where they seen, you know, you get sit back in time and see people like you did with the holding the stones. Oh, when I, I seen that guy just I mean, the cowboy with the. But I couldn't. I was the cow. I I was there. Right. And, and I seen what I was wearing. I seen buildings. The horse. I seen everything. The only thing I couldn't see were faces. Was anybody's face? I could not make out a face. Right, but you could tell you were back in the western old yep. days. Eddie had chaps on. Assless chaps. No, I don't know if they were assless. <laughs> hey, Nicole, how are you? Hey, Val. Matter of fact, our package arrived today. Well, it arrived Saturday, but we had, obviously, I didn't get notification until yesterday, so we couldn't go and get it. Yeah, Sunday. So it might not even be there today. I might wait till tomorrow. No, it is there today. It's already been processed. Yeah. Okay. So I will have your hat on tomorrow, Vale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Eddie in Westworld. It, I mean, it was so realistic. I, I could see the dust kicking up from the horse running down the street. And all from holding the stones that Nicole and Andy sent us. Yeah, the, the uh, seven stone. Yeah. You will, Bill. I'll go to the post office after the show. So you, you, the, the thing going on, so everybody That's right, knows, Rob. with Vale, yeah. um, Shadows won a... Like I was walking in slow motion. At the, did you feel that you were walking in slow motion? Miss T B thirty eight says we're down on YouTube. Yeah, because I went back into the, the circle spin. What the hell? If time is not relevant, there would be no parallel plane. Time is only relevant, I think, in our own mind. Yeah, man-made. Of course, it would be on a parallel in, in a parallel. Parallel universe because we're human there as well. All right, so we're back. Oh, okay, back on YouTube now. Okay, <clears throat> mine keeps freezing up. So while I was there at night, when I saw the past, it was daytime. When I was walking, I felt like I was walking in slow motion. That's what I was asking you. Did you feel like? It, not really. I almost felt like I was in normal speed. Normal speed. I know, Heather. MIB, I'm telling you. Yeah, the circle of death keeps popping. Oh, I'm gonna have to disconnect that uh, that monitor. It, everything is such a blur. Yeah, that's what it was. I won the one K fan live. Yeah, done through the veil. Well, I knew it was something that you used. I just didn't know what it was. <laughs> Would time be relative? And the parallelogram? <laughs> I really don't think so, but distance might be. <laughs> <laughs> so at that time, I put it down to my overactive imagination. Maybe it was, or maybe it was something else. Maybe it was as someone 
to say, uh, was someone showing me something. Nothing like that has ever happened to me again. The slow motion part, however, is something that stuck with me because I've heard similar experiences from different people. Hurry back, Nicole. Hurry back, Nicole. When they are in a thick of what they believe is a paranormal experience, I've heard them use phrases such as slow motion or time slowing down. Some even say they lose time. Not just minutes, but hours. What makes these experiments or experiences difficult to explain is that physical time is obviously not slowing down. It's more a person's perception has changed for whatever reason. So why is a person experiencing time in a different way? Is there something paranormal influencing them or is it just the way our brains perceive the situation? While there's much we could theorize about the paranormal side, we must entertain that it could be what is called tachypsychia. And what that is, is it's also dubbed as the matrix effect. If you need a visual, a visual comparison. Okay, it's all clear. Good, 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 good. In certain situations, people feel like Time is slowed down or that the world is in slow motion, just like in the movie The Matrix. In fact, many people refer to as Glitch in the Matrix, which Eddie has also seen a glitch in the Matrix. Yes, I have. There is a community of people that believe we are a living type of simulation, just like The Matrix. Do you want to explain your situation to people um, that haven't heard it? With what i seen that I consider a glitch in the Matrix, we all know that The Matrix has to reset it has to rest when it knows it's not being watched. We were out front. We're having a cigarette. And I just happened to look across the street. And I'm watching this guy walk down the sidewalk. I looked away. Thank you for the follow, Green Bastard. Thank you. They see, I can't read that one. I don't know if that's what it is. If I said it wrong, I'm sorry. So when I look back towards where this guy was walking... You know how you watch somebody, you take them one stride after the other. When he lifted his right leg, it kicked forward three times like he was stuck. And then all of a sudden, it started walking again. Exactly, Rev. Is this really reality? Exactly. Roddy Ghost Rider, the buffering is the internet company's invention, so we will buy better packages. Better yeah, because <laughs> apparently somehow I hit my 20-hour free mark on, on StreamYard. So thank you for the wonderful co-host I got. He had to set up yesterday's show. So um, just like the, uh, the probable reason behind this, however, is a neurological condition called tachypsychia. It is a triggered most commonly in situations where the brain feels like a person is in danger. Physical time does not slow down, just a person's perception of it is a part of the body's flight or flight in response. Well, when I went into flight or flight over the sea line, there was no well there was no hesitation. I kinda, yeah, I kind yeah, there was no nothing. I just was gone. Welcome back, Nicole. Excuse me, but maybe I time zapped because I moved so fast. I mean <laughs> I've never seen her cover. It had to have been 60 yards, like a football field, 60 yards. 
by the time I could blink. <laughs> I was just gone. So, I mean, maybe it does, you know. When your brain feels like you are in sort of a danger where it feels that you're in the risk of harm or attack, it goes into what's called hyperarousal or acute stress response and otherwise referred to as fight or flight mode. When your brain identifies a threat, it releases enephrine, other no, otherwise known as adrenaline, which prepares your body to either run for your life or stay and confront and fight the threat in front of you. Hey, Spitfire! Hey, Spitfire! Um, this release of adrenaline allows the body to release extra glucose in the bloodstream, raising our blood sugar level for a burst of energy. Boy, did I get a burst of energy that day. <laughs> it allows the bronchial passages to expand, meaning we can get more air. Our pupils, our pupils dilate, creating what is referred to as tunnel vision, meaning you focus on a particular area. However, you cannot see it out of the corner of your eye. And she did 60 yards away. There was a spot in the parking lot where she was standing. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can't see out the corner of your eye, but only what is in front of you. We all have different fears and different tolerances levels, which is why this mode is extremely personal. What may set one person off may not bother another person at all. Kind of like when people are like, how are you not scared of spirits? And I'm just like, I just know that they're there. I know they're all around. Not because I can see them, but I mean, I and I really can't feel them. I just know. Kind of like that day that door handle jiggled and it spooked the shit out right. of me, but you were fine. I was just like, doo-doo-doo. Yeah, it's like, because I walk around like, well, that just happened. It was no big deal, you know. Yeah, but this is when I first started Right, yeah. Believing the paranormal. And Rev, being a debunker, it, it, trust me, I tried everything possible to debunk that. And there was just no way to debunk that. No. Andy, well, you're a different case. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it all comes down to our brains. Some people stand and confront the fear, ready to fight. And your body has the adrenaline ready for with extra energy and strength to help you do so. Others will instinctively run away. And again, they have that extra energy and lots of oxygen to help them do that. It all happens within a split second. And it is an automatic response your brain makes on your behalf. Now. <laughs> it, it, is not your, it is not a conscious decision. It is a reaction. It's something that is that it triggered when the brain feels that you're in threat. It may very, um, it may be a very real physical threat or it could even be imaginary, which that's happened too. I've hallucinated that when I skipped school, I hallucinated that my mom was home and she wasn't home. So, I mean, it, it doesn't happen. So what, because I was so scared that I was going to get busted. That was the first time I ever done it. So while you are not seeing it. Maybe you are feeling it. Either way, your body is reacting. All right, Nicole. Take care, hon. Sleep well. Bye, Dale. We use pro, um, perspective duration judgments within and across sensory modulates to examine, examine the effect of stimuli, predictability, and feature change on the perception of duration. First, 
they demonstrated this. And first, they found robust distortions of perceived deception in auditory, visual, and auditory visual presentations, despite the predictability of feature changes in the stimuli. For example, a looming disc embedded in a series of steady discs led to time dilation, whereas a steady disc embedded in a series of looming discs led to time compression. I'm sorry, Red Bill almost made me fucking spit my beer out. I fear not the valley of death, for I am the shadow that walks the valley, but scared of spiders. You're going to get along great with Andy. <laughs> 101 ways that you guys can figure out how to kill spiders. <laughs> that was that was funny, Rev. That was, that was good. <laughs> you almost got me. So these results support the existence of multi-center interactions in the perception of duration, and important and importantly, suggest that vision can be can modify auditorial temporal perception and pure timing tasks. So is that why sprinters can run so fast? Because when they hear the gun, they're scared? Maybe they're being shot at? (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) I'm like, "Mm, no. (laughs) So it's also important to remember that what goes up must come down after the episode is finished. Your body does what's called an adrenaline dump, which can cause a person to become confused and extremely tired. I'm that way all the time, so it's all good. A lot of these traits may seem... Thank you, Nicole, for the ice cream. Thank you, Nicole. A lot of these traits may seem familiar. Many of them are also seen in paranormal investigations or reported from a person who has had what they believe a paranormal experience. Heather got a really good question. Can you fear something in this life? maybe stem from something that happened in a past life. They do say that, Heather. They do say that something, you know, from your past life has done it. But it has to come from somewhere, right? A fear has to come from somewhere. It can't just all of a sudden be there. Well, fear is is, is the cause of the, or the, the sense of the unknown. That's what we fear. Right. But the fear of spiders, why? Why? Why do we have a fear of spiders? Because is that motherfucker going to jump at me? Is it poisonous? You know. Right. (laughs) I just don't like when it turns to look at you. I'm fine with spiders until I move and then they move to look at me. No. It's called the genetic energy field theory. Right. And I mean, believe me, I've, I've helped people like cut cords from their past lives or whatnot. But you got got to remember, I'm trying to, I guess, because you know how I feel about that with past lives and everything. I believe all timelines are running together, not running together as in group together. But like somebody, my best way of explaining it is like right now in another timeline, somebody is building the paranormal, or the paranormal. Somebody is building the pyramids, right? And it's still going on today, but we just see the ending end results. It's hard to explain. Um, that's why. Is still driving a baby by the umbilical cord. She says she needs some serious cord cutting. 
And he says, uh, the completely unknown don't bother me. It's my imagination um, that scares me at times. And anything with more than two eyes don't belong in this world. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. What? Oh, cool, Ghost Rider. He said, I was a, so I was soldier in past lives. Um, the, but I think that's why we get the um, Mandela effect. Like me earlier was shitting myself, excuse my language. There was a huge wasp. When I say huge, I mean massive. I thought it was coming for me. It was coming it, to take you away. If you're a woman talking about the size of a freaking bug, Missy... Oh, this thing was that big. It's fucking, it's not, it's not one of the size of a fucking dime. Whatever. Because spiders be creepy even. That's what Heather said. That's why. Because I think she went and put spiders, but it says swearers be creepy. So she put spiders even. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, they, we're all fearful of something. I mean, I'm more fearful. I'm not fearful of the paranormal. Like I said, all the years of doing this, I that's why I, I want to get my friend to talk about protection because when it comes to paranormal because I don't use protection. I don't use... I hate saying that with Andy in the room. I know. Um, <laughs> Maybe like all the pitter-patter little feet. <laughs> but um, I don't use protection. I never have Probably never will. I've never had anything negative happen to me. That's why I think we believe that. That's why I believe we make create our own worlds. Mysterious uh, Misty Cat is very hard to tell because very, very, very rare will you see the queen leave a hive. The only I, I think actually the only time you'll see the queen leave the hive is if she has to start a new hive. Right. Yeah. Something's corrupt or something. Yeah. Um. Rob, exactly. Now, the only thing that scares me is so-called normal humans. Yes, I agree with that. Um, I dare anybody to put the name of a person in this chat that is freaking normal. And I mean the name of any any person in the world. Put a name of somebody that's normal. Right. Yeah, paranormal is normal. That's what I, I believe... The whole thing of, of paranormal, it shouldn't be called paranormal, it's normal. You have Ghost Rider, Pit Bulls, uh, I, I think I have to, I, I, it's not that I'm afraid of them, you just have no idea what they're capable of. A positive pregnancy test would see Missy shit herself. Yes. Uh, uh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> you guys wish you were all normal. No. <laughs> no, but uh, welcome back, Elizabeth. Welcome back, Elizabeth. Exactly, Sophie. That's why I, I, I challenge everybody. Put somebody's name in this chat. I don't care whether they're in this chat or in the world. Anybody that's normal. I can't. Worst case. Hey, Anton. Is that Anton? No. Worst case, Ontario. Is now following. Well, welcome. What worst case in Ontario? West, was it worst case or West worst case? case Ontario? Ontario? I think my, my your shit's all blurry. So 
Well, welcome. Whoever it was, if I said it wrong, I apologize. <laughs> We're having a lot of camera issues and everything going on. Was it? Oh, that's what I was going to ask you. Was it very windy when you came home? It started to pick up, yeah. I heard some gusts going through here. Hi, Anton. Yeah, it started uh, blowing open our, our door on the one side. <laughs> How you doing, Anton? Good to see you. I'm not normal. I like metal music. Well, that makes you semi-normal. <laughs> but there is no such... There is no such such definition of the word normal. There really isn't. Sophie, no. We've never had a tornado here. We've never had a water spout. Uh, well, hold on. We did have that dust double. We do have dust doubles. <laughs> and it, it got up to about 23 feet high. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow, Bill, that's funny. Exactly, Rev. I'm, I'll tell you I'm normal. I mean, but I'm telling you not to believe me when I tell you. Okay, on to the next. EVP, communications with living people. So there's evidence to suggest that it is living people we may be communicating during a paranormal investigation. Hey, Lockbeard. Hey, Lockbeard, how are you? While there are many experiments that test communication and psychic projection between living, living people using EVP, it is also possible to communicate with a living person who is sleeping. Obviously, EVP stands for Electronic Voice Phenomenon. In basic terms, it sounds that we are detected on, on an re audio recording device that we're not heard by the human ear at the time. You owe Anton. An apology. He said, good to see your show continues. Last week was boring without it. Oh, I'm sorry, Anton. I know. I apologize. I really do. Um, yeah. A lot of stuff going on, but good things. Yes, good, good things. things going on. Just a lot more on the plate. <laughs> yeah, a lot more for Dad. To but I missed you guys, too. Just let that be known to you. When I'm not streaming, I miss you guys as well. We're working on a lot going on. Right, Rob? He's like, I tried to be normal once, and it was the worst two minutes of my life. I don't know how he made it two minutes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so there are many possibilities and explanations ranging from the frequencies the ears can hear through auditory pareidolia. Now, I don't know how you guys feel about pareidolia. I... I'm on the fence when it comes to that. I mean, I understand it. I get pareidolia. I get it. But if a person believes, I mean, if you're having other evidence with it, you know. I mean, mind you, Ryan, my son, Mr. Meister Lair, has seen faces and walls all his whole life. Well, does that include the arm, I, the hand I seen coming out of the wall? No, that was not pareidolia. <laughs> that was, you couldn't, there was no... You know, we can't hear everything. Animals can hear back. Yes, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but also, have a strong willpower. <laughs> but also, you have to take in mind too, Ghost Rider, that 
with animals are on a survival instinct. We have some of those survivals, but we've grown up in our knowledge, right? Like cats and dogs, they look in the mirror. That's why they growl and look at each other funny. And they don't, they don't recognize. sensory of recognition. Right. They're on a strict, animals are on a strict survival instinct. So that's why they, we've lost a lot of our, when we, our brains expanded and we became homo sapiens sapien, we became, you know, where we still have this instinct of survival, but it's not like animal instinct. Mysterious says, I know what paranoia is, but I, I actually think there's more to it. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing of it too. I mean, I used to be, Listen, I, I've changed a lot over the years, as we all do, right? Spiritually, what you believe in, what you don't believe in. I used to be one that everything was paradoyal. <laughs> I got it. I got it. So I understand it. You know what I mean? But more and more as I'm getting older and I realize that the way I believe about things and, you know, how we are in our own worlds but connected to each other, Um that's why perception is different from person to person. But when it comes to that, it's more of a, if I believe that there's a spirit there and somebody else, well, that's just pareidolia. You know, there's a face. Well, that's just bad. But how do you know that's what exactly that I'm looking at? You don't. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. It's hard to explain. I have a hard time explaining myself. No, you're explaining it right. It's like it's like looking at a snowbank, saying, "Oh my God, look at it!" You can make out perfect definition of a face right. of who that person is. Do I believe there's a reason behind why you're seeing it? Absolutely. Right. Right. I mean, you just throw that in there, and, and uh, Rev says uh, he believes in the theory of mind over matter. If you know, if it. If you don't mind, it don't matter. I believe in that theory, but that theory is completely wrong. Because even if you don't mind, it does matter. Because it's going to affect the outcome of anything that's going to happen, whether it happens immediately, a couple of months from now, maybe a year from now. Right. I get what you're saying. I don't think that's what he was saying. But but Lockbeard says maybe if you believe hard enough there's a face in the bush. It'll give you the power to grin. You can. You can. I believe we're that strong enough. We're that powerful enough to make anything. That's why I do my manifestation shows. I believe that we're very powerful and we just don't realize it. Listen, if you don't, you know, well, it depends on what your belief is, too. I mean, I've taught my kids, you know, to cut clouds. It's not that we lost our ability to grow rider. We just been taught how to forget about them. That they were no good. I mean, we haven't we haven't lost them. We were just never showed how to use them. Right. We can't we can't remember them. Hey, Patricia, how Hi, are you? Patricia. Hon? Well, that was like a quick blink too. Oh, the Alaska Marine Highway System. Apparently, probably the freaking ferries are down. <laughs> that's usually did, what it did is. Did they even get it running again? I don't know. <laughs> but that's what it usually is. Because it was, what, last, no, last year they didn't run at all. 
No, this is like the barges and that. Thank you for the lemons, Your Nicole. Your froze. On restream, you're froze. I don't know. Am I froze to you guys? Twitch Studio says, he he, the fairies are down. <laughs> <laughs> Not those fairies. Now you're back. Our minds have shut out. What are our natural abilities we need to really exactly exactly yeah yeah I agree exactly that's um that's why you know that's why I hey believe, beard believe the way I do don't hit on shadows okay oh, no, I'm, I'm, I know I know I'm kidding I'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> no you look farting to me uh huh I'm sitting right here dude. <laughs> No, I'm just but getting love beer. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the thing. That's the, how I believe. You know, people are sit there and and uh, what they see is what they see. That's why I said, if you feel that you've seen something, don't be afraid to tell it. You know. And Rev just said it the same way. Skills are not lost; just left behind big doors in the yeah. darkest part of your mind. Now we need to find the key. And learn how to unlock them. Right, exactly, exactly, and that's now, the thing. Now, is that a keyword lock beard for something? Your video is fine. <laughs> is that what you're calling her ass? I mean, come on, no, come on. I'm just joking, lock beard. Don't get. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, you know, and that's see, that's what I mean about when I say I'm just when it comes to spirit world, I'm very nonchalant. Like I know they're there. That's my belief. I, you know what I mean? I just, too many coincidences <laughs> happened to me that, you know, tell me otherwise. I I don't know where the key be from. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. If I no. believe in coincidence. Mm-hmm. That's just too hard to fathom that word. Coincidence. Everything happens for a reason. It's just not a coincidence that it, it it happened that way. Right. You know, I I I definitely believe when it comes to stuff like that that it's all something what your belief system is. If somebody who is a skeptic and doesn't believe in spirits at all, they're not going to have an experience. Or if they do, it's going to be a very profound experience where they were Thinking about it, they might say that they're skeptic and they're really not unconsciously. You know what I mean? Unconsciously, they believe. They want to believe. Kind of like kind of like how I look at doorways and opening up and stuff like that. Like, I say I want to open up and see a spirit. But yet I'm, I have that fear of the unknown. And my unconscious knows that. Or my consciousness, both. But I don't, it might not admit that. Well, I'm not going to see that because my conscience isn't going to let me. That's why I feel like when when um, family members pass away, why some people see their family members and others don't is because they're, they it's like your higher self knows you're not ready to see that. Ghost Rider says is luck real or a concept? I think luck is a concept because yep. there's no such thing as luck. When it happens in your life, it was that point in time it was meant to happen. 
I don't I don't believe it with luck. Luck is is that's holding you back. That's believing it to me, believing in luck is something that will hold you back because you need luck to win. No, you don't. Be happy with what you got and you more will come forward. But then there are ones like myself, you have to have a mind first, right, to unlock it, right? Even the cobwebs get smart and moved out. Oh my yes, God. Mr. Yeah, I, I have to agree. I, I believe in fate. I really do. I, I, I think it was fate that is bringing the kids up here. I, I think it was fate that everything happened that that you all know. Me too, Nicole. The daughter, uh, Delta, Delta, Delta Room. She goes by many names. Yes, but she she will be living with mom and me now when they come up. So yes, that fate happens. Everything happens. For a I reason. yeah. Okay, sorry. Put my 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 brain on the edge of a razor, and it looks like a BB on the four lane express. Wow, yours is bigger than mine. Holy and crap! And he says, "I keep believe. I believe. I kind of believe in fate, more like multiple fates, depending upon." Choices we make in life, like climbing a tree, many branches, twigs, and leaves that overlap and allow crossovers. Yes, I I think I believe something like that, Andy. Hey, Circle. Hey, Circle. How you doing, hon? Welcome, welcome. Um, I believe I kind of believe that in a way too, but I believe I also believe that there we did make a soul contract of what we have to go through because again, like I explained before, the way I believe is is when I had my near-death experience, I didn't feel anything but love, right? So if we're given everything, and I've, I've said this many times, you guys know, if we're given everything that we want, right, all the time, it gets boring, right? So if you had a lot of money and you could get, no matter what you wanted, you can just go out and do it, that life would get boring. Yes, right, exactly. It's like movies with alternate endings. Okay, so we come down to play out these roles in our lifetimes to feel fear, to feel hate, to feel anything but love. Because we get bored with just having everything that we need right by our side all the time, if that makes sense. Exactly, Andy. If you're given everything you want in life, you will miss what you really need. Right, but I'm saying in higher and when we're in our higher selves. I think he's just talking now. Right. Yes. Exactly. But I, I'm talking about our higher selves. We all we feel is love, no matter what. So it's we come down here to feel what we need to feel. I don't think it's lessons per se. It's what we want to feel. It's like a game. We come down here to feel what we need to feel or what we want to feel as a human. Having you know, we're spiritual beings having a human experience. So it's like Jenga. You're playing different blocks, and it depends on which one you play. Does it crash, or does it still stay? Right. We're all still, I believe we're all fighting to wake up and remember, like, the first thing is to remember, to remember who we are and what we're doing here. Well, happy birthday, Dead Soul. Dead Soul Gamer. 
It's her birthday today. Happy birthday, hon. And I don't think my sounds are up. Ghost Rider, I, I've been in, in, in the same place. I, I have been brought back from being dead. Um, I was down, I think, three, three and a half minutes. And, and you're right. It, it was just like a dark boy. See, I didn't have a void. You weren't dead. I was going up. I thought you were having, oh, well, true, but your, what was it, aunt? Sister. Sister is the one that kind of held you down and said, no, you ain't coming up here yet. Right. She's (laughs) the one that says, get home and take care of those babies. Okay. I'm catching up on chat. Hold on a minute. Yeah, I had a void too, Mysteria. I mean, it was just a dark void. I didn't hear anything, didn't see anything. It was just black. Don't forget the fennings and pause. Oh, when light gives you lemons, you make lemonade. You make the best of what you have. Exactly, and it's in this moment. In this moment. Don't worry about the past. Don't worry about the future. If you learn to live in the moment and be happy in the moment, every moment, this moment, this moment, this moment, this moment, you'll have everything you need. It's just letting our ego not go fully because we need that to survive. That's our animal instinct is our ego that, you know, fight or flight. We need that stuff. So don't fully let it go, but don't let it control you as well. And our biggest lessons come from, you know, going through shit. Our biggest lessons come from sitting here listening to shadows. <laughs> All right, Rob. It was nice meeting you, and thank you for coming in and hanging. I appreciate it. You know, he's got a dishcloth in one hand, a vacuum in the other, and a broom not stuck out of his ass. About that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rev, nice meeting you. Thank you for coming in. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. Yes, definitely. We're here five days a week. But if you're an ordained minister, please don't come to my channel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you will be praying for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Try not to grovel too nicely. <laughs> but yeah. So so anyway, there's uh However, in many cases, these voices are often considered to be spirit voices. There is much debate in the paranormal community about what a ghost or spirit just might be. While the majority of people believe that the soul or consciousness of the person who passed away, there is evidence to suggest that living people could be behind a lot of phenomenon reported. And remember, a long time ago, we discussed this, where you were like, what if we were investigating and somebody was having an astral travel experience? And we were get, catching them. Right, exactly. And not the actual... Haunting or spirit. Yeah. Welcome yeah. back, Freaky. Welcome back, Freaky. You know, that's pretty good. You thought of it. I did? Yes. When? Long, years ago, when we started. It was years ago that we talked about that. I actually... Yeah. That was you. No, it sounded like a stone moved. Oh, it's my cord hitting it. Okay. I was like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) Okay. 
ministers came in many ways. Ministries. Oh no, it is ministers came in many face. What's the page loads? Type any name, click join, ignore the collaboration, drop down in the upper right, click somewhere else to make it. Huh? Because he's talking about if you scroll up, it says, oh, by the way, my paranormal live stream TV guide is available. Oh, okay. Very cool, Doc Beard. We'll check it out, definitely. I, I was confused reading that. I was just like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you. I mean, so like when it comes to that, like... Is there a way that, so if we're, somebody's astral traveling, say somebody astral traveled to our place, right? And all of a sudden stuff starts, you know, our equipment starts going off because we're investigating, we're doing an investigation, you know. Is this really a dead spirit? Right, yeah. Or is it an astral traveler? So there's evidence suggests that living people could be behind a lot of phenomena reported. I know this is certainly hey, where... Hey, Bridget. Hey, Bridget. How are you? Welcome. Like shadow people? No, not so much shadow people, just mainly the voices, uh, EVPs. That's what this article... But it could be, Bridget. A lot of people think shadow people are astro travelers or somebody from different dimensions, too. But... um it definitely could be a source behind our shadow people. If that's the case, who the hell, why are y'all astro projecting here? Because we have a lot of shadow people here in this building. We have <laughs> a lot of shadow people in our room. In our room, yeah. You think it's a brothel, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> Hi, Murad. Hi, Murad. How are you? Murad, that's it. I knew I fucked that name up. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, Many people who have been investigating the paranormal will have some instances where they they thought that a living person behind whatever paranormal activities they're experiencing. It's not that this particular person is faking something. It is that on some level through the ability of PSI, they are somehow projecting things. And that's what I've said a long time. I've said that forever and a day. You know, we've talked about it many times. Okay, here's a couple of quick things real quick. Uh, shit, where'd it go? Bridget, Bridget, Bridget says I see them. Bridget, we have shadow people here, and I have one in particular that as long as Shadows is in the office, she's on her computer, this shadow person will actually come down, sit down next to me on the couch. And watch TV, but the minute she comes out, he leaves. It leaves. I should say probably it. an ex girlfriend or something trying to astral project here. And every time I come out, they're like, "Oh shit, gotta go." <laughs> it's probably what it is. What I'm thinking. And then uh, who is the other one? Uh, I think both, Andy. Our spirits alive or dead? They seem that to be was dead the other to us, but the soul is eternal. We we say they're dead, but actually but they're, they're living. <laughs> that's that's us na- in natural form. You never die. Your shell does. Yeah. 
Yeah, one of the many millions, Missy. That's right, Andy. Yeah, okay, Andy. Yeah, I'm like I, I got that many women chasing me does, now. Does that mean the bro code just went out the window? What? <laughs> no shit. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> fuck you talking about stabbing the brother in the back? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, it's our natural. It's our natural being to be in spirit form. You know. But no, it, it, Bridget is really weird because in this this spirit will literally come down <laughs> and, and sit right down next to me on the couch, and we'll watch TV. But the minute that door pops open, gone, and that's when Shadow sees it. Shadow sees it leaving. I have a shadow cat that follows me around. Apparently. Your people's, I've got a shadow dog. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, who spotted Freak? Who was it, Patrick? Patrick, yeah, he saw the tail. I saw it because I was doing a live um, feed, and um, he saw the tail behind me. He's like, I thought it was your cat. And I'm like, I live in a hotel. I can't have a cat. <laughs> so he says, I don't know. I haven't heard. No, no. So if you see a shadow you you can't place, would that be a shadow person? It's something. It's it, it depends. I mean, um, yeah, it, it depends. I mean, there's some shadows that are like closer to the wall, and I think they're more um, elemental or closer to the floor. I mean, like short people, you know. <laughs> Really short people. Trying to be nice and not saying midget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Patrick seen a cat tail during one of the live. Yeah. I just saw that I saw the reflection, but I um I didn't see the tail part. He saw the actual tail part. But uh yeah, I think you know, if you really wanna go check out a person that's studied, let me find let me get to it first. If you want to find out more about shadow people, and that's one of the people that I um, watch regularly. Respect. Yes, I respect a lot. <laughs> I got to remember the name of the. I know his name, but I can't remember the name of the channel. Hey, Shrimp Shack. Hey, Shrimp Shack. If you go here, Mike has done extensive amount of work in uh, working on uh, researching shadow people. He's got a couple books out there. I mean, if you want to know, click that link, and he's a great person. And he's a, like I said, he's done extensive work on shadow people. And he's great to talk to about it. You know, if you have questions and that. I mean, like, you got questions. We try our best to answer what we can. And like Shadows, if she can't do it no better, if she don't know and you're still confused, she will find the person for you to go look for to talk to. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Hey, Shire Oh, my Ghost. God, Shire. With no encounter with a succubus, should I be annoyed I'm not attractive to the dead? 
That's a good question. That's, no, that's, that's I just mean, kind of pervertedly I, messed I can, up. I can give you, if you really want to do so, I can give you a spell to conjure up a succubus. <laughs> but I wouldn't do that. What the fuck? Oh, oh, why do you want I don't want Oh, no. you looked at me like... How uh, do I know you ain't conjuring one up when I go to work? <laughs> <laughs> You don't. <laughs> exactly. Now you know why I looked at you. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, I can imagine me at work fucking going. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, some people like that, Freaky. One out of every ten and a paper. <laughs> Sophie. Next time, just use the wheelbarrow, I guess. Because <laughs> she came back. I know. I remember that. <laughs> if it pays good money for you, I should not touch that one. <laughs> oh, no. No, no. That was left wide open for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Like Ray and Ghostbusters. Hey, that was funny. <laughs> Right. Oh, let's Lord. get back on track here. So, do you think EVPs? <laughs> well, I, obviously, because it's eleven fifty-four, I'm I'm gonna wait and do this next week. Are EVPs real? That is very difficult because apparently I brought it up before. If somebody's astral planning or astral projecting, how do we know we're not catching their voice? And that's what they're basically talking uh, about. Except for they're talking more like if people are sleeping. And they're dreaming of being someplace. That's well. That's astral dreaming, right? Right. <laughs> Which means that you are actually living your dream, even though you've never left your body. Right. Your mind has gone in, into its own world. If your ears hear something after the fact, it has to be real, right? Well, yeah, it's going to be real, but you got to figure out where it's coming from. Only if it's on the internet, Freaky. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but there's also paranoia with the audio. So, I mean, what are you going to do, right? All I can say is know what you believe, know who you are, know what you've experienced, and believe what you want to believe. Because most likely to you, it's real anyway. And it has what? happened. Right. <coughs> like, I expect my experiences, nobody's going to tell me any different. I'm, I'm, I know I'm too old, first of all. I think I got crotchety as I got old. <laughs> But <laughs> shut up, Andy. Everybody in the room shut up to that comment. No, but I, seriously, I just feel I know what I've experienced and nobody can take that away from me. And if a lot more people were like that, do you know what I mean? Andy, you couldn't have said it any better. When on your own, alone, the hard part is finding out whether your ears heard it or your mind did. But I'm believing, to me, Andy, the thing what is is... Yeah, that, that is the hardest part. Welcome back, Sophie. Welcome back, Sophie. That is the hardest part because we we are so, we can manifest anything that we want, basically. We are that powerful. We can manifest anything that we want in this world. 
as long as we take the blockers off and it's hard to take the blockers off. So when it comes to spirits or when you're alone, right? Did we manifest that? That's the hardest thing. When you get, if you're watching a creepy movie, that's opening you up more, but it's also could cause you to manifest something. Yes. It, it like could somebody cause you to hear something. Right. That never really happened. Right. But your mind's going, what if? Right. You have to be, I mean, you have to, every decision, or not every decision, but every moment you have to under, you know, know what you, what resonates with you. Does it feel that, do you feel that it was real? Well, then fuck whatever everybody else thinks it was real to you. So I know for a fact that that day I heard that door handle jiggle. You heard it. Yeah. So it was definitely, that wasn't something my mind made up. Unless, could my mind manifest something strong enough that you could hear it too? Yeah, you definitely. So remember, the electric's been out. We, right. we were were you scared walking down there? No. All right, no. then that, I don't think that you would manifest that because you weren't thinking about it. But we were talking about clowns and shit like Scaring that. Scaring Rob, yes. It, but then all of a sudden that happened. Could it have been my mind? I don't think so because you weren't. we weren't focused on that. Okay, well, just, yeah, I mean, that's... Right, no, I know. But I, I don't believe you manifest that at all. No, that was I, I My theory in this building is basically there... There have been deaths. Well, not only that, I believe that it's housekeepers. It's, it, I'm sorry, but you hear a knock, 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 and then the door jam, you know, jiggle. The other night, I was sitting here on the computer, remember? Yeah. And I got up. You Shadow thought somebody was there. at the door, yeah. Thought somebody knocked on her door. Nothing. Nobody Thank you, around. Heather. Thank you. Thank you, Heather. But, yeah, I mean, it's just it, it, because of everything that's gone on here, I believe it's housekeepers. Like their energy of cleaning the rooms day after day after day after day. Well, I'm not even going to make a comment because I don't know who watches this no, I'm just a joke. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, See, it's and, all energy. It's not you, nothing you know, to be scared of. You know, you figure and, it out. You figure it out. Exactly. No, we don't have room service here. When hey, no, lady real crocheter. Hey, lady crocheter, how are you? Freaky geek, there's no elevators here in the lab. Nope. Well, in Valdez. Yeah, there's, I think, one building I know of in Anchorage that has an elevator. Well, because, you know, if you get stuck in an elevator here, you got six hours to wait around until somebody can come from Anchorage to get you out. Hopefully. So, in living in a three-bedroom, three-bedroom, living in a three-floor hotel, there is no room service because that's a lot of stairs to go up and down. It's not only that. It's not like a, a high-paced yeah. It's well, it was. It, it, it I mean, was. it can be, yeah. Oh, yeah, it can be. When I got to go out and cook a buffet for 160 people and keep them fed, yeah. <laughs> Don't uh, be weirded out, Sophie. 
Yeah, no reason to be. Well, I guess she heard somebody come down her stairs and then look, and nobody was coming. I mean, it happened many, many times. While you live in a hotel. Yeah, we, we lived here coming up on five years. Well, yeah, the ports, yes. Are you talking about the boat? Lifter mm-hmm. uppers? I don't know. Elevators, what elevators <laughs> and it's not for people to ride on. Yeah, freaky geek. Uh, Yes, and the big cranes pick the boats yeah. up out of the water. Yes, we have those. Strap. We have those, yes. Yes. <laughs> Set a camera up. On the stairwell, I'm, I'm guessing that Lee is telling Sophie to set up a camera to point towards the stairs. Yep, moving grains and such. Yes, only we move boats. Yeah. <laughs> big boats. And some of them are, and, and they're not commercial, they're private. Well, we have one, two, three, four, four of them? Four Plus the Four cranes. Uh, or four, have... four go ramps with the, for the cranes. But the, we have no, other cranes there, on there. There's only one for the crane. They, they all got to come into one spot for the cranes to come in and get them. Oh, okay, but there are cranes out in the parking lot, too. They were the ones that are, are sitting waiting with a boat, or they're waiting to go pick up a boat. Right, yeah. Yeah, we have four of them all together. Yes, don't panic. It's perfectly. There's no reason to panic anyways. Yep. That spirit can't hurt you, won't hurt you, doesn't oh, want to hurt you. See, Sophie, you got to step up. If you already know that it's a person... What's Was it, it like? like living in a hotel? We lived kind of like in a one-bedroom efficiency. Yeah. Um, Our office is supposed to be the bedroom. <laughs> yes, but we moved our bedroom out to the living room because we spend 90% of our time in here on the computers anyway. Yeah, researching. Well, I do. Um, it, it, it's... It's worked out perfectly fine for the past four, almost five years, but. We've also worked here. That's why we live here. Exactly. But we're also trying hard to move um, at the end of summer. Yeah. Where we'll actually be in a three bedroom regular size apartment because we're going to have Buck with us. Um, so I, the reason why I'm not around a lot is because I work a lot. But yeah, so, so, all right, guys, I got a question for you tomorrow, of course, is Transformation Tuesday. What would you guys like to know about? self-confidence, self-love, that type of situation. What do you want to talk about? Is there anything you want to talk about? You want to talk about self-love? Or, or, I, can, or I can find something. <laughs> Are you planning Maybe. If y'all want to show up, you're more than welcome to. Maybe, Anton. <laughs> but I ain't buying anybody's fucking ticket, I can tell you that. <laughs> um... Do you guys have any ideas of what you want to talk about? I got a, got a, a weird one. Uh, you are weird, so it's no big deal. I mean, if you can manifest spirits, if you can manifest 
everything, right? In your own mind, is it possible that you're manifesting parallel universes? Parallel realms. I mean, that's not it, a Tuesday show. That's a more of a Monday oh, show. Oh well, fuck my wife then. No, I don't have any ideas. <laughs> You're fishing for freebie. Wow, chat's like going quick. So says the only SX girl in the show. Yes, really missed my cat Budweiser. We were very close. I almost read that wrong. I almost uh, missed do, my can of Budweiser. But that's, I'm cat, sorry. Yeah, cat. I know. I know. That's why oh, I said you, I almost. Oh. <laughs> um, that's Ooh. hard. It's hard when you lose an animal. Definitely. Wisteria says, what about self-gratification? Wow. What kind of gratification? See, you guys scare me when you <laughs> say stuff like that because I'm like. Who is G Smoke talking to? I sent your package. It should be there by Saturday. It'll probably take longer than that, G Smoke, just because that's how our mail service. What the hell did you buy? I didn't buy nothing. Well, see why I get. Thanks, G Smoke. You got me in trouble. <laughs> What package? He wanted to send like some of his promotional stuff to us. I find a motherfucking shipping thing in there that said it costs this much. I'm kicking your ass. <laughs> She's probably going, oh, see, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Oh, too. okay. Wisteria, I see what you mean. I, well, hey, you got to. simple thing like to be grateful. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean, Freaky Geek Shadow. You, you, you should know. You need to use your words wisely. I know. <laughs> I know it's not running. Gizmo, please. I'm just kidding. I mean, who? Who was I? Lockbeard. I was giving Lockbeard a hard time, but you know, Lockbeard stopped talking. No, he didn't. He... When's the last time he said anything? Flap, flap. I got your payment, Missy, and that shipping container loaded with decks of cards. Uh huh. (laughs) (laughs) Now y'all trying to get me in trouble. Uh huh. Enjoy the promo package. You guys are great. Wait, is G Smoke Circle? No. I got you. Did you get another one? Oh, calm down. Honey, I'm not bad. I'm just I'm trying to figure out why not. Yeah, that's, I do. I do, Nicole. I need some wooden. Eddie is now called an alibi. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. Why? Why? Why is Circle saying enjoy the the promo package? See, he is a part of Paranormal Circles com- company. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Now I get it. Yeah, I will, throw... will definitely enjoy it. I thank you guys. I really do appreciate it a lot. Shire says self gratification. I can barely open a <laughs> tin of beans. <laughs> but when we get to talk about being grateful and gratification, yeah, not like I said, you know. I'm thankful I still got a fingernail to crack. Crack. I said crap. Crack a beer top. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are nuts. 
You guys are nuts, I swear. Yeah, but you know what? It's the best kind of crazy. Oh, I'm telling you, yes. But being on your show is it's great. It's I just, love. I enjoy these shows. I really do. Hey, Wisteria. That's, hey, what, that's whoa, why I was whoa, scared. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's what we were trying to avoid. <laughs> this is not Saturday or Sunday. <laughs> See, this is why you guys scare me all the time. I'm like, that's interesting. <laughs> uh, why? It's a can of beer. It's got one of them pull tabs, and it's really easy if you got some of a fingernail left to get underneath that bitch and pop it open. Otherwise, I got to grab my box cutter. I think I got it with me right here. Yeah. We won't go to that kind of. Uh, Gratification. And, and it's got a little little uh, pop top thingy that I can I can grab it with. So. But we can definitely talk about being grateful. And yeah, one thing I'm grateful for is I wake up every day and shadows is here. Um, no, it, it, it really does. I mean, it, yeah, we're not old, but we're we're starting to get old, and you know, and I'm lost. I'm lost over half of my graduating class already. So when I get to wake up every day and I get ready to go to work and I get to kiss her, yeah, I'm grateful. <laughs> no, no, I don't need a nail clipping. I use the things for cutting the steel. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, clear this for the after. Oh, who would do it? Did we miss somebody? I think so. I don't know. Oh, no. Ghost Rider was, he said too late Ghost Rider. No, who are you talking about? I don't know. All right, guys. It's come to that time. Head on over to DLive. Hype up that chat. I'm so confused now. We'll figure out what we're going to talk about tomorrow. Self gratification and not that self gratification. Right, we already established that that kind of self gratification takes place over at Clara's channel. <laughs> hey, happy belated birthday, Ghost Rider! Oh, happy belated birthday, Ghost Rider! Turned fifty five on the nineteenth. Uh, I turned fifty one this year. Like I said, I'm not getting old, but we know we're getting old. So the gratification I have is to be able to give her a kiss. And knowing she's still with me before I go to work. So, on on the end of that note, I'm going to let her finish doing her thing, get her stuff ready. And at the same time, I'm going to ask Andy or Nicole, shoot me over a message. How many uh, uh, views did we get yesterday? Uh, nearly as old as Eddie now, mate. No, fuck you, Ghost Riders, older than me, asshole. Read the fucking chat. <laughs> hey, Sheriff. Oh, you'll be 56 tomorrow. Well, happy birthday to hey, you. Hey, Sheriff, we don't I'm... get to see you. Happy early birthday. Yes, definitely. Happy birthday tomorrow. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, guys. With that being said... Let me go ahead, and I got the credits running. 100 odd, if memory serves me right. Not bad. Got the credits running. 
uh, and this is the point where I want to tell all the guys, here's a great fist bump. And to the ladies, I got a great big hug for you. Stay safe. Stay strong. We'll get through this. I get to see you old guys tomorrow. All right, guys. Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate each and every one of you. We really do. You guys make our day. You, I mean, it's our morning, you know, until noon. So you guys really, we wake up with you guys and you make our day. You guys put our days on such a happy note. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? It does. I mistake. That's Wisteria, honey. Oh, son of a bitch. She, that's right. She went over to D-Live. Thank you guys so much for being here. I am pressing the button right now. So if you're over in D-Live, go ahead and hit that. Okay, hold on a second. Okay, now I hit the button. She lied. I know I lied. <laughs> Again, thank you each and every one of you for being here. Well, Shire, if you can't be good, you better be good at it. <laughs> right? <laughs> Why is your camera off? Because I let you do your closing thing with your credits, your chest, and everything. And then when you come back on camera, I always come back. Okay. You, you, this happened. is the first time you've ever noticed That's that? That's the first time I've ever noticed that. Holy shit. All uh, right. So, Heather. <laughs> Heather got 88.6, Nicole got 51.3, Freaky Geek got 37.3, and Melanie got 29.9. That's because she didn't have her things on, Andy. Andy said, damn, went through the whole show and not one slot. I, I have it on. It's just not working. Yeah, see, so that's how it goes. I'm yeah. sorry. She did whap you. I did. I went flat, flat. <laughs> Every time you said something about Fluky getting cookies. I said flat, flat. Snooky got cookies? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right, guys. With that being said, we love each and every one of you. Remember, take care. Be safe. We'll see you tomorrow. And find someone. Some, <laughs> find, find someone. Yeah, find someone. <laughs> find something that so makes you. Huh? <laughs> find something today that makes you smile with your eyes. We love you guys. See you tomorrow. Mm -hmm.